This is the Final Percent Podcast, and I have two unbelievable, incredible, amazing guests with me, Ben and Natalia Harris. Thank you guys so, so much for coming on to the Final Percent Podcast. Hey, thanks for having us. I love that intro, too. You yeah, got us hyped. Right. Let's go. I mean, it's if, if anyone spends four seconds with Ben, they get hyped. I mean, that's, <laughs> you, you don't have a choice. I thought about it, and I just got goosebumps. Like, anytime you He's so positive. Um, you have transcended uh, so many things. And I don't want to necessarily just say, hey, I've transcended adversity. But it's mm -hmm. like where you find yourself. It's like I remember, and, and just to, to give a little bit of context, Ben and I, we, we found each other as, as fellow musicians back when he was called Old Green Eyes. <laughs> That's right. And, uh, back, way back in the day. And uh <laughs> And it's just crazy. I remember us struggling and trying to figure out how in the heck are we going to record? Where are we going to record? Uh, you know, putting people in, in in like weird bedrooms and a mattress up for the yeah. acoustics and all of that stuff so that we could sing. But, you know, we fast forward. Somehow you're traveling the world with Terry Fader, one of the highest paid entertainers in the world. Private <laughs> jets. You're at a residency in Las Vegas, you know. How? How did that happen? <laughs> like, you're just always exactly where you need to be. So just kind of walk me through that part and, and help us understand how we go from, I have no idea how we're going to, you know, like, can we even afford ramen to, you know, let's just jet set over to, you know, <laughs> yeah. another country. Come on, man. Yeah. So basically, um, the song that we're going to be doing and performing at the summit is going to be right track. So I don't know where I'm going, but know exactly where I'm heading. So even though that might be not doing what people are saying you're supposed to do in my mind, I know I'm going on the right track, even if I'm learning more outside and in between the classes at ASU than actually yeah. in the classes, getting my broadcasting degree. I knew what I wanted to do. So I kept doing that, even though if someone was telling me not to. And then when you talked about where are we going to record, obviously Greg got the best studio in Arizona. So I was I like, heard that. I was like hiding in rooms, every room. You didn't have to hide, man. You can see all the microphones, all the equipment you see right here behind him. He's always had it like this. Yeah. So always envious of that and always happy to work with you. But yeah, so I was doing my thing. Oh, Green Eyes, uh, we were talking about Woody. Shout out Woody, Dax. Yeah. I was doing uh, Psych. I had my whole crew on campus. Then we put out an EP. Um, you know, it was just like seven songs, then started performing that around campus. And then I was almost like the logo of ASU. You saw Old Green, no matter where you were going, I'm in this front is, of the MU. If you, if you are a teenager right now and you have like that story playing in your head on college is going to be awesome, you're basically wishing that you follow in Ben's footsteps. He really was that guy. You were a, De a Degrassi commercial for ASU. You like belonged on Disney, man. It was on yeah, yeah, for sure. I didn't, I didn't pass up any opportunities. No matter all the football parties, I was freestyling and battling in the ciphers. If I'm just walking, I see a cipher. I'm running up, jumping in, battling, yeah. rhyming all fast like Twista, doing my thing. Then that led to Zoe Bowie getting a deal out here at the Red Rock. Shout out Zoe Bowie. He was performing at Barcelona. Then we yeah. put together a band to replace him. 
stem yeah, from I the totally air forgot rifle. about Zoe Boy. Holy crap. That was Yeah, that he's was, out here doing his thing for sure. He's still doing his thing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's a homie out here. So yeah. then right as I graduated, I'm supposed to be sending out my little tapes to do do news reporting in these small towns I didn't want to do. You know, I'm writing down the wrong address on purpose, make sure <laughs> it doesn't get there. And then right as my dad's saying, What are you gonna do? Old Green is dead. I get a deal. And Old Green is back live at the <laughs> Barcelona on yeah. stage, jumping around, bringing that energy. I yeah. was just rapping and stuff. And then I became a straight up entertainer, singing, yeah. dancing, doing whatever. Then yeah. that I came to Air, uh, Vegas. We got a deal out here at Stations Casinos. And then literally that same year, I auditioned for Terry Fader, who just won. So then we did the entire run at the Mirage together, the full 11 years. Wow. And, uh, shout out Terry Fader. He's a great guy, too. We're great friends. So, yeah. yeah, and then I just keep going. And now we jumped right into the real estate. Now we're going to be doing the keynotes with you. And then, you know, we just keep going and it going. It just keeps going. Okay, so I because you and I are kind of cut from the same cloth. We get, we, we get so excited. We want to run. We want to jump off the cliff, build the plane <laughs> on the way down. <laughs> Why don't you tell me how important, just how important the person sitting next to you is on being able to achieve anything in, in crazy, you know, eccentric musicians like us. Tell me how important it is having, you know, the right person by your side. Uh, the most important, yeah, for sure. I couldn't do it w without her and talk about a hustler. You know, while I was over here at the broadcasting school, she was over at the WP Carey Business School handling her business. So if you could picture the yin and the yang right here, it's a perfect match because I'm just over here, not really, not a straight schedule, just performing, doing my thing and hustling while she's like straight to everything that I'm missing. Then I got everything she might be missing, which is, which is nothing. Just if there was then we come together and handle the business. I love she, that. Yeah, she started her own salon. She had her own clothing line. She had her own place at 18. While I'm staying in the dorm, she was already making equity. We're, we're literally wow. listing that in Scottsdale right now, about to make the money off of that. Oh, so, so cool. Yeah, you're uh, business-minded right here. So, Natalia, take me through your, you know, from hanging out at Barcelona, getting your hustle on, going through the W.P. Carey School, which is a, a very famous business school, um, all the way to I'm going to open my own shop all the way to oops, I'm just going to take over real estate. <laughs> well, I've always been interested in real estate. Like anyone that knows me, like I'm kind of a preacher of owning real estate and not renting. So yes. probably to an annoying extent, but I had my uh, license in Arizona. Like Ben said, you know, I bought my place at 18, but I was going to school okay. for marketing. So I kind of, you know, took a detour. And when we moved to Vegas, I did 10 years of nightlife marketing it was wow. cool because, you know, I got to run a multi-million dollar media buy for some of the biggest nightlife and daylife venues, working with, you know, huge artists, but it was one of those like 24 hours a day, coolest jobs ever. But after 10 years, you're like, <laughs> I can't, you know, take it anymore and a son later. Yeah. So I kind of, you know, I used the knowledge I gained from there because I got to experience opening venues from start to finish, you know various yeah. lounges, you know, restaurants, um, clubs, and I got to see the process, how it's done by the best. 
So yeah. I just kind of used that to create my own little girly world, which is Glam Parlor. That's so and great. it was, you know, in our own neighborhood where we live, which is Southern Highlands, mm-hmm. and nothing like that existed for us ladies. So wow. I just kind of used my, you know, 10 years of marketing from nightlife and put that into an experiential salon. That's and so then, cool. <laughs> yeah, but real estate's something I've always wanted to be interested in. And obviously, I don't myself do lashes or I'm not an esthetician. So the salon for me was more of like a project, you know, to create a brand. And then from wow. there, when COVID hit, Ben and I kind of got together and thought about what we're both good at. And, you know, it's making people, you know, caring about people, what they actually want, listening to their needs. You know, for us, it's not about like, I never wanted to sell real estate. And I know Ben never wanted to sell things to anyone either. It's yeah. more about making people feel good. Yeah. So for us, it's like, that's kind of our mentality on it is like, so we're good. here to like create relationships and, you know, create opportunities for people that are right for them and, you know, help them find opportunities that other realtors won't find for them. So that's, that's, you, you can definitely tell who the brains behind the project is. Like all the, that's what the customers, you know, all our clients, they love that, you know, they yeah. love that together, you know, we take care of all their needs. You know, I might be in a corner looking mean and boring because I'm doing paperwork and trying to get them a good deal, you know, while he's actually appreciating the home and showing them, you know, all the awesome features and, you know, engaging them and listening to what their needs are. Because sometimes later he'll come over and be like, oh my gosh, this is something that's really important to them. And they're, they really like, like we got to make sure that this is what we're looking for. So he's kind of the ears and the heart. Yeah. I'm the cute person complimenting the fly shoes, the fly (laughs) outfits, wash it, everything, haircuts, you know, making them feel good. Cause what I prided myself in with Terry is uh, uplifting souls and making the crowd feel good. So when I play walk-in music, I had the pleasure of individually each person I walked in I'm talking to them I call myself the king of small talk I can talk mm-hmm. about anything even if they didn't want to be talked to and they're annoyed why is he talking to me by the end like we're best friends yeah. and they leave and then we could continue to be friends through social media I don't even know where they live around the country I just know yeah. I have friends everywhere so then I take that the individual love and care to each client and they can feel it but I'm not even being fake one of our mm-hmm. favorite quotes is I'm like showing the client that got yeah. this three million dollar home down the street over in Southern Highlands and I'm like telling about how good it is. You're going to love this because you love golf. This is the best golf course. He's like, oh, I see how it is. Ben's the closer. And I'm like, closer? I don't even know how to close. Like, I come from entertainment. I don't even know what that means. He's like, oh, you're good. And I'm like, good. What are you talking about? But okay, because they don't even believe it. They like don't think you can be in real estate and not be like a car salesman or something like yeah. that. But I'm so far from that. Oh. I'm not telling anyone to do anything. They're telling yep. us and I'm just making them feel good. I think that's one of like your superpowers and you've literally done it your whole life where like, and for anyone who meets Ben, if you, if you go and just, just uh, I'm going to shout this out a few times. If you go to Ben and Natalia.com, you're going to be able to experience more about what they do, their brand and, and different things. Um, but Ben, when, when he's saying he actually really cares, like the king of small talk, he's not doing that as an angle he like actually wants to know how your day was he wants to know how can i help he wants to actually know you he is like one of the best connectors um and dot connectors i mean that's something you know i've i've talked a lot about young entrepreneurs get into the bad habit of 
being a contact porter. They say, okay, I've got these people and, you know, we can meet at a Starbucks, but then right when someone asks for someone else's number, they're like, oh no, I'll do an email introduction. Like, don't grab his number. Like I'll, I'll do the yeah. setup because they want to control the information. And I mean, mm -hmm. Ben's always like, you should talk to this person and you should talk to this person. <laughs> and oh, and actually you could talk to this person and this person and you're like, <laughs> Pretty soon you've got a whole network that you didn't even know existed. And he and, and he just truly wants to help. And I think the the why you said we know people everywhere. And it's because people who connect always stay connected. So if you connect mm -hmm. A to B and you're just like the side person who did the dot connecting, you're always going to be connected to both of those people. And mm -hmm. that's what young entrepreneurs don't get. They're always thinking that we're a crab in a barrel. And if I help you, somehow that means I'm going to lose, which I, it's so sad. And, and I was guilty of it when I was younger. And I was like, oh, but if I, if I do that, or if I help that person, like hit that note, or if I help that person, if I make, I'm going to just purposely mix this song a little bit quieter than mine. Just so <laughs> yeah. that if they're played back to back, mine hits harder. You know, you can't <laughs> yeah. do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah so, exactly. But it's just, it's so great to watch you guys, you know, take all of these steps because you really are conquering and, and taking control of your own destiny. Um, so give me, let's start down the, the, just because I'm actually interested. As you guys know, Kayla is six months pregnant right now. Yeah, um, what, is it, what is it like when you're a, a, a team like you guys are, you're entrepreneurs to the max, baby shows up. Give me some baby <laughs> stories about, you know, having to fight those battles. Oh yeah. man, you should start with the yeah. pumping the milk in the office. Yeah, I mean, life's like upside <laughs> down. Like, you know, I, it's just one of those things, like we both, I think have to work and have to be out there and doing things. And for me, I wanted, you know, I had to have a balance of what I felt was my version of being a good mom. So like, for mm -hmm. me, I was like, okay, well, I have to at least be like breastfeeding and pumping. Like, I'm not going to give that up even if I go back to work. So mm -hmm. I got like a car pump and I would be like, you know, walk, just walking in Rick Ross into the red carpet and then like running to the car to like pump milk in the car <laughs> in my like little plug and then leaving it and then like coming back in just because that was, you know, what my option was. So it, I mean, it's definitely life-changing, but you learn, you figure out your new normal. So for a while, my normal was pumping all over town <laughs> <laughs> well just so you guys know she's maybe one of you know only one people person on planet earth that can say i walked rick ross down the red carpet and then ran to to, to pump for, for the, the little one yeah sometimes it's the last minute. <laughs> yeah. you guys can you can absolutely if you guys watch this uh on my youtube channel and watch the video uh, that legitimately made me cry. I had, <laughs> I had to wipe the tears. I was laughing so hard. That was great. All right, Ben, you give me your best uh, little man story. Uh, okay, so yeah, mine's not like uh, like that. Mine's more like, oh man, I really got to do this. So it worked out. We are, I had the gig with Terry in Hawaii of all places. And so I was there in the hospital and everything. But the day Gavin was born. I'm like, oh, this is great. I got the pictures and everything. And then like the show was the next day and I had to leave to Hawaii and go oh. perform. But I, I was there for the birth and everything, yeah. but I kind of just felt like I left them hanging. <laughs> and then everyone's like, oh, what's up, new dad? Welcome <laughs> to Hawaii. And I'm over here partying on the island. I'm like, you better she, not be having fun. She's still <laughs> in the hospital. So I'm like posing on the beach like... <laughs> 
like I couldn't be extremely, I couldn't be extremely happy. You know, I'm just like, it's cool. But I wish I was back in the hospital. And then we weren't taking pictures. I was turning up. But it all worked out. That's why this is all meant to happen with the real estate and uh, yeah. doing my own music and sync licensing because yeah. now I can control my own schedule. But I got it in with Terry. It was so much fun. But now I don't have to worry about missing a birthday or something important like that. That's so. That's but luckily, cool. I never did. It, the schedules always worked out. I'd be home right for his birthday. And then I'd oh, be right perfect. back out. That's so perfect. All right. Give me. Give me your guys' best COVID story. Like when COVID was really hitting, um, um, one, one of my favorites, you know, and if you haven't seen this, you guys did a song together. I was about to say that the best COVID story, if I'm going to be stuck, I'm so glad it's with you. That was like one of those things that would probably never, ever, ever happen if it wasn't for COVID, like ever. Yeah. But I picked up my news like a bunch of different oh, news yeah, shout out Las Vegas every media outlet in Las Vegas literally we went through the line we're like wow we hit every it's single like month. accidentally got big for a second locally. that's so cool yeah. but it really happened organically and you know of all people how cool it is to hear yourself live with all your plugins and while yeah. you're mixing so yeah. I was really just like oh you got to come in here now that you're not rushing to walk Rick Ross in or anything because no <laughs> no one's performing yeah. you come in here and you got to hear your voice on here I just literally just pulled up the first beat and was like, it was meant yeah. to hear her just sound crazy. And then she's like, oh, has anyone made a song since we're stuck? I'm so mm -hmm. glad it's with you. And I just recorded it just as she said it behind me. And I was like, like this, and then that take was the take on there. Then I'm like, wow, if we're going to be together, you should have a verse. She's like, yeah. I don't sing it. And I was like, oh, let, let, let me go to work with these plugins. Yeah. The Shout out Antari. So. Yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> yeah. oh, then like, so since I love writing for other people. I just love songwriting in general. I kind of yeah. put myself in her stilettos. And um, I was just thinking of what she would say. So I recorded a whole verse. Then she came in and just recorded it over me, put her own personality into it. And I mixed it. And she's like, that's me? I was like, show is. <laughs> So oh. then we released it as on the radio out here. We shot the music video. I actually edited the music video, which oh. took forever. <laughs> and um, yeah, right here in the studio. So that what you see in the video is where it was recorded and everything. And it's that cool is... that it like wasn't for anyone else. It was like literally we were at home. You know, everyone was trying to figure out ways to entertain themselves. Like this happened. And then like it just kind of like. We just like kept going with it. It was just yeah. like, oh, here's another thing to do now. Hey, we but can it, but like shoot a video for it. It slaps though, and it is available on all streaming platforms and on my latest album. So it's out there. Yeah. That's so cool. Like, just all right. So let's talk a little bit about uh, that. You guys, I think you guys have the best code story. It's just, it's, <laughs> it's, not, even, it's not even close e either. Um, let's talk a little bit about you guys have been married for a decade, 10 mm. years. And, you know, you, you guys, I, I, I don't even know how, like, to say this, but, you know, America kind of sucks at marriage. Let's just be honest. <laughs> it seems like everyone's like, oh, you made it past year one? Dude, let's go. Let's, let's go have another honey. Do you want to renew your vows while you're still going? <laughs> yeah, for real. But, I mean, it seems like you guys are just getting better and better, stronger and stronger. Tell me, uh, and, and especially the audience, because so many people, I think, kind of switched gears in their mind on what was possible. And they said, you know, maybe I can do this thing called self-employed, or maybe I could be an entrepreneur, maybe I could do that. And more and more people are trying to work with their spouse. What are some of your guys' secrets? Give me one from each of you on how, you know, 10 years of marriage works when 
both of you are absolute entrepreneurs. Both of you are performers. Both of you have these incredible brains and execution. How, how, do, how do we keep it on the right track? Wait till you see that performance. Yeah, so, so I'll go first just before I forget. So I would say uh, each person has their thing. So then the other person is the biggest cheerleader. Then you don't start getting jealous or anything in mine's music not like we sat down what's gonna be my thing just like before we even met it was our thing so then she's always the one i'm hey listen to this mix did i say this or this or at front row at the show or promoting and knowing that that's your thing and i got you then she has her thing the salon and her business and all that she's great with numbers and all that type of thing then i just support that like what do you need you need me to hang this fix the doorknob what do you need this is your thing i'm your cheerleader so yeah. then um, when it came together with the real estate, we're like, wow, we've always been supporting each other's things. We've never just went all in on our thing. And mm -hmm. that's why now within our thing, we each have our roles. You know, I'm good mm -hmm. with people. I'm making people feel good. She's like doing the numbers, the negotiator. You know, don't get it twisted. She's the one at the car dealerships <laughs> making the deal. They talk to me when she's the one going in on the negotiations. Yeah. So then we find our roles. <laughs> we, yeah, a lot. I'll just usually leave. Like, never mind. I'm messing this up. I'm getting too excited. Too excited. So, <laughs> like, actually, I don't like the car anymore. I just realized. So yeah, that's what it is. And, and now, <laughs> with uh, it's funny because our broker's name is Synergy Sotheby's, but Synergy is really what it is working together and then creating an even bigger thing together yeah. that you couldn't do individually. Yeah, absolutely. What about you, Natalia? I think honestly, it's like being able to just like get over stuff. Like when you work together, if it's something small or insignificant, you know, especially if it's something that's not about like your relationship, but it's like work related. Yeah. I think it's like not hanging on to stuff. Cause at the end of the day, like we have so much fun working together and it's like, if you get hung up on stuff and can't like move on from it, then it takes away from that. So I think we're really good at if an issue comes up talking about it, dealing mm -hmm. with it, and then moving on. Yeah, and we have a good routine and we didn't even realize this is what this was good for, but we do it every night. We'll just sing songs with our son before bed and, you know, we'll do like a Barney song. Mm -hmm. I love you, you love me, but there is that moment. We could have been arguing, but like with a great oh, no, big hug and a kiss from me to you, we, we can't fake it. And then like, finally we all hug and then like, okay, everything's squashed. You know, sometimes we might be arguing, I try to go one arm hug and then Gavin's like, group hug. We're like, you're right. Whatever it was, wasn't that important and we're good for the night. And uh, oh. that just came on accident because he just likes singing the songs, but now it kind of like makes every night good. Yeah, I think oh, people's great. expectations of like, oh, this isn't 100% perfect. Like, I need to find something else. It's like, if you think about it, like you're going to argue with your mom, you're going to argue with your brother and sister, you're going to argue with anyone that you actually care enough to argue with Absolutely. sometimes. So as long as like, you're not doing each other wrong and it's not actual like real issues you're arguing about, you know, yeah. if it's like, you know, who left something on the counter, then yeah. you move on from it. Like it's probably Ben. <laughs> it was no, definitely actually, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah. oh, that's, that is so and we're good. all about the abundance minds. I meant to say that earlier when you're talking about how doing someone's mix a little low. You know, I used to be like that too, especially in Arizona. I'd be like, yeah, we're so the best. Arizona, and, one thing uh, I learned about Arizona is it is it's maybe the worst place for music. And here's here's why. Because all of the people who couldn't make it in LA moved to Scottsdale. And I, yeah. call it, I call it the land of $30,000 millionaires. It's the, <laughs> the people, like you got the 20 people in the nice house and all of them are leased BMWs and 
they're like in this facade thing and it just feels like a crab in a barrel and um, unfortunately denver's a little bit like that obviously not the direct people from uh la but it's just i i find it in all the c markets like phoenix is a c market uh denver is a c market and then you have your b markets which are like a little bit of a seattle Mm-hmm. Nashville is is sometimes a, a B or an A market, but your A markets are like Miami, LA, New York, and then B markets are like Austin and all those places. And then all these other C markets that think they're B markets. And that's mm-hmm. when you get into that crab in a barrel. And that's why Las Vegas is so cool. Cause it's like, it's, it's like its own market. Cause it's, you get all the biggest entertainers in the world there. The, it's growing like crazy. It's like it has like all the benefits of of Phoenix with all of the the crap kind of taken away, if you will. Um, yeah. So I think I think it's cool, and then especially with you guys understanding the entertainment side uh, with you know because that's big in Vegas, and yeah. and being in that scene, and then being able to take it into that business side of things. It's just like you guys are like in the perfect place for you. It's like. You guys are yeah. gonna own Las Vegas at some point. Abandon the Tallius Hotel. It's coming. It's happening. But that's what with the abundance mindset. So in Arizona, you know, we'd be at shows, we'd do our thing, then we'd be like, get away from the crowd, and then they're saying, make some noise. We'd be like, mm, I'm not gonna make more noise than we made <laughs> during my. You didn't make noise when I said make noise, so I'm not gonna make noise. But out here now, I've been learning. Or just every, every last 10 years. Now I'll make it a point to go to the crowd stand right in front, show them the most love. They're like, man, what's this dude showing so much love and not asking to yes. get on there? Nothing. Then they remember and like, I'm really showing love. You know, I'm making up for all the times I was hating back in the day. So I just yeah. show up to anywhere I can, not even ask them to perform or nothing, just so they see my face showing love. Then yeah. when it comes, they're looking for performers. Then I get in, then I get on stage and show love to all the other performers. Yeah. I make it out my goal. And then the abundance is way better than the scarcity. Then everyone wins. And the same thing in real estate, actually, too, because we shocked a lot of people in the beginning because we actually like to have relationships with other luxury realtors. And we're actually like to, you know, share information and work together to help each of us be better, you know, realtors to our clients. And part of that is actually communicating with each other. Like there's so many people that, you know, kind of like you guys are saying, don't have the abundance mindset and more like, if I, if I communicate with you and talk to you, then you're going to, you know, win somehow over me versus right now, some of our biggest deals have come from the fact that we are, you know, that we do have good relationships with these other realtors. And because of that, we kind of know what they might need sometimes. And they know, you know, what kind of clients we have that when the Mm -hmm. time is right, like, you know, happened Mm -hmm. in this situation, we had the, you know, right client in the right house at the right time. And that's, and I think, you know, probably about eight years ago is when I started making that shift. It's just, and for anybody listening, you guys, I cannot stress this enough. You, you think that you need to be on an island. You think you need to be the self-made entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Number one, there's no such thing as any self-made human. You, you were built from the books you've read, the experiences, the network, the conversations. You're not self-made. I'm sorry to break it to you. <laughs> yeah. Just get over yourself. And then also, like, literally clap when anybody does anything because at least they're trying. At least they're taking mm-hmm. action. And just show, like, literally if you switch into that abundance mentality, it, it like comes back, like when not even tenfold, it's like a hundredfold. It's sure. yeah. happens. There's opportunity. There's and, enough opportunities for everyone. And, like it, out there, and so. it even works out, not just showing love, but maybe uh, 
working really hard when maybe someone else would be like, why are you doing that? Or like, that's mm-hmm. below you. But when you know inside, that's what I'm talking about. You know, know where you're going. You know where you're headed. Then it pays off. And that's literally just what happened. We went in to fill up this one of our clients' house for a high-end rental. But it was so last minute. It was just us all week finding yeah. stuff, moving stuff, all on, all on, moving all this stuff that yeah. I wouldn't usually never do. And then people would be like, why are you doing all that? You, you know, you too fancy to be doing that. And we didn't even know what the payoff was. But then the agent was so excited, we pulled it off. Then we're able to uh, pocket list this $11 million listing that we're getting ready for right now. And that only became because we pulled that off. But at the time, we didn't even know what we were doing it for. We just knew we had to prove it to ourselves for something could, the day you after. You the final percent. I'm yeah, yeah, exactly. That's guys, exactly why the final percent. You guys don't go 90%. You don't go 95%. If, if you've got it in your tank, you're giving it to your client. You're giving it to the marriage, the family. Uh, I mean, you guys are you guys are like couples goals for so many people out there. And I think that, like I said, Mark, three to five years, we are going to collide on so many stages across the world. Um, because I love my marriage with, with Kayla. I just, I see a lot of similarities. If, if I've learned anything off of this call, one, one thing that's going to have to happen is our families are going to have to take a lot of vacations together. Um, yeah, for sure. it's, just, it's, it's not non-negotiable, but with the studio I, too, we'll bring that with us. Always, I always have a studio with me. You know, okay, I was gonna say, I, I know that. Recorded, I, know. I, I just recorded a whole song with my parents in my camper, and I had like, oh, a okay. nice studio. Yeah, sure. but that's and that's the thing. I I think that more people need to see couples winning together, couples clapping for each other, and 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 couples taking a chance on and with each other, and and it's just more couples need to emerge so that other people can know what's possible. Cause a lot of people don't know what they don't know. And when they see you guys out there crushing real estate t- together, especially like all your great little, like uh, impromptu photo shoots in the different houses, There's fantastic, <laughs> by the way, keep that. You gotta do it. You gotta do it. <laughs> um, and uh, it's just, it's, it's really inspiring. And one thing that I've learned because all of the people out there who have these dreams, they are still a little bit in the scarcity mentality. So you guys having the courage to put yourself out there is giving someone else courage right now to where they're going to take a chance on their dreams. And they, they, they might be in Michigan. They might be in New Hampshire. They might be, who knows, but you're going to change the entire trajectory of the way they do business, their family, and all the lives they touch because of your principles. And it's just, you guys, I'm telling you, it's, with what you've built right now, and I know because I can see the potential, you guys are just getting started and you're already goals. So <laughs> I just, I just, I, I thank you guys from the bottom of my heart. And in both of these guys are going to be live and in person at the, the CFP Summit. So you can ask them questions. How, what, what, what happens like when this person gets on your nerves? How do you not, you know, like do mean things to them when they're sleeping? Like, <laughs> are going to ask questions we, Kayla and I get some of the funniest questions like have you ever thought about doing this to Greg when he's sleeping and she's like no that's a little that's a little <laughs> but uh you know couples are out there they just need to know that it's possible um and they're going to talk everything from w- what we did but just like the the very Ben and Natalia version uh you know real estate entrepreneurship family business and then Ben and I are accidentally just going to destroy the stage and light it on fire. Hey, <laughs> had to do it. So he's going to send over that song. I'm going to get my part on that done called Right Track. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and it's uh, it's going to be one of my favorites, actually. It's yeah. it's going to be an amazing uh, uh, album. So, uh, guys, thank you guys so much. And again, guys, uh, we've got Ben Harris uh, at Ben Harris for Instagram, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we've got Natalia Harris on Instagram. And then, if you want to get connected with these guys, do you guys have some sort of like mailing list? If they go to your uh, your yeah. website, yeah, benandnatalia.com. And they can search the MLS yeah, right, right on the, the site. So guys, the, these are the real deal. They actually care. Um, and they really are all about that wow factor. And they're 100% the final percent certified. So I'm telling you guys, if you want to take your real estate uh, game to the next level and get connected with the right people, these are the people for you. So get with them, get in contact. And if nothing else, Go to Glam Parlor, start, start, you know, getting, getting ready to go out into, the, <laughs> yeah. into that Vegas nightlife because gotcha. I'm, saying, I'm not trying to be mean. I'm not trying to be a hater, but some of y'all need a little bit of help and just, you know, get in there because it is the best of the best of the best. And uh, just these guys are great. Go have some small talk with Ben and, and just experience yeah. what that's like, because I'm telling you. <laughs> It's, it's life-changing. So, guys, thank you so much. I really, really appreciate it. And we will see you September 24th, 25th, and 26th. Yeah. In Thanks Denver. so much for having us. We can't yeah. wait to see you guys in person at the summit. Absolutely. Thanks, Bye. Bye-bye.